that very well since I have my airpods in welcome welcome homestead how you doing my friend I'm all right so, mayor I'm in the car with the two rugrats so I don't know there you go but we'll be home me? soon I, I can talk a little bit once we're home all right man sounds good sounds good let me let me do this tank tank's supposed to be coming in here in a second let me see here oh so it's gonna be a rant space I got some stuff I can rant about. That's cool. Welcome, my friends. Hello, Gus. Hey, how you doing, man? You guys hear me okay? Because I'm wearing some Bluetooth headphones and phones with a sink of water. Loud and clear. Sound good, my friend. Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's Friday, you know. Um, doing, Doing well. Enjoying the day a little bit. And got a couple things done. It's starting to warm up a little bit up here in the Midwest. It's it's cloudy today, but um, it's warming up a bit. And uh, I mean, it's March first. Bitcoin just had its best best monthly close, I think, of all time. Let me find that chart. Um, so yeah, you know, doing well. Mm. Good news, man. Yeah, I'm. I, I saw today. Um... The market took a little bit of a dip. I don't know. I didn't read into the news why Bitcoin went down. And um, and I woke up early this morning and then, or, or, not Orion Chain, but, um, oh, what is it? Uh, Axelar. Yeah. Axelar was, was, yeah, popping. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. These, these, like, these Cosmos chains, you just never know which one's going to pop off. And I mean, the AI, the AI narrative is, is, large and in charge right now um but bitcoin holding 62k i from what i understand uh 63 700 is the next resistance that it touched uh what was it two days ago when coinbase went down so after 63 7 like there's just no stopping this thing this thing's ready to rip to all-time high but anyway have the have the um GBTC redemptions slowed down. I think they have, haven't they? Because that was what was kind of weighing everything down, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're they're still unloading a little bit, but um, it seems like uh, BlackRock is is gobbling up everything that it, the redemptions coming out of grayscale. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's interesting to watch for sure. I could post a couple charts up here. Um, let me see. Anyways, yeah, this is just an open space, you know, nothing nothing yeah. on the agenda, but definitely want to talk about uh, Bitcoin a little bit, talk some NFTs, talk, um, I mean, it's March 1st, we got NFT Nashville in July, we got the Bitcoin conference in July, that's, that like, that's like three 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 and a half and, months away, so. 
Jesus. You guys, before Sorry. before that shenanigans with Coinbase, did you think we were headed for all time high that day? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get I didn't get the question. I'm sorry. Before the shenanigans went down with Coinbase, didn't it feel like we were headed for all time high that day? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the circuit breakers are doing that. There was no there was no resistance. Yeah. there yeah. until the shutdown happened. Like there was no resistance to all time high once we were cruising on Monday. Aren't they so, right? aren't they so nice to protect us from ourselves? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't think that was intentional. I think it was. You don't think that was intentional? Uh, <laughs> um, hold on a second. I think Brian Armstrong put out a put out a tweet. You don't believe Brian is what you're saying, huh? Our good friend, who's I believe I believe that people in places that are needing to say what they need to say to keep themselves in those places will say what they need to say. Yeah, Homestead's got a really good point there because Brian has to play. He's got. He's, he's trying to do what's best for us, but he's got to like also do what they tell him to do. That's what I think. I don't know. What do you think, Mayor? Um, I can change the space to Coinbase Conspiracy. Let, let's let's do that. Hold on a second. No, the original title is just fine, man. You know, it's it's um it works because we're gonna get into NFTs and all that stuff. Okay. Two days ago, Brian tweeted out we had modeled 10x surge in traffic, exceeded that number. It's expensive to keep up all the servers and all the blah, blah, blah. So he gave a good reason for why he needed to slow it down because the guys on BlackRock called up and said, hey, don't sell up all the BTC before we get our get our share. Shut it down. Throw, throw the circuit breakers. So I guess when, when BlackRock picks up the phone and calls, you got to answer the phone. Yeah, well, well, we'll change our custodian to Kraken, you know. Um, so, you know, that's they can always change their custodian, change, you know, put a uh, amendment to the uh, paperwork. So, yeah, you, you know, that sounds right. It sounds like he's got one foot in our, you know, what I mean, our side of the room and the other, the other foot in the other. But, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think they they just they did it for their own benefit, but that's okay because it's like they're everyone's hoovering up supply, so, you know. Did you do, uh, by the way, did you guys get any? Uh, I got a lot of DMs saying thank you from people that either bought or didn't buy for, for me trying to convince them for years. So um, I didn't get panic calls from anybody. How about you guys? I have not got that much. Uh, yeah, I don't talk to that many normies. Um, I kind of just live in, live in the basement and, um, you know, talk to my internet friends. But yes, it's time to be quiet, isn't it? It's time to go hide. Yeah. Um, the only time I go outside is to get groceries. And I just got like four bags of groceries and it was $100. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, I, I did hear, I have heard a lot of people saying since, since it hit 60K that they've been getting calls from their, you know, aunts, Aunt Sally and, you know, the the, the, the text messages. You know that you know. Hey, is it is it too late to get in? You know, and all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it's the, never too here, late. Here's the thing, guys. I really feel that we could see 90k Bitcoin very soon, very very soon. And I, you know, the whole Coinbase, you know, all that stuff, like. I just feel like they can only control the supply and demand so much. Um, I don't know. 
you know. But um, we are knocking on the door of, of 63K. We could, we could see it within <laughs> 10 minutes, you know. Yeah, I think so. yeah you're right. Um, you know, eventually, I, I've got a question for you guys concerning bag kits. Um, that's, I just want to get everyone's input, you know. I don't know if you want if you want to jump to that quick or just want to keep up with the macro. That's that's cool with me. I mean, I'm, you're the boss. Well, I did want to tell you guys my my new. Um, I've been branching out into the Salon Coin or Salon Solana, the Solana Casino, and um, I've been messing around with some of these meme coins on Solana, and it it is pretty crazy. And I, and I think I've found kind of what their game is because there's they're dropping these. What what happens is once you start trading with the Phantom Wallet, you get coins dropped into your wallet, and so you've heard of the Dog with Hat meme coin, Gus. Have you heard of was, that one? I was going to mention that because you know what I, I I saw about I think in January February I bought like five hundred dollars right, and I just said you know I, I spread five hundred dollars among several different bullshit coins on on was it Dex Tools? No, it was Mexi right, and and I sold it, and I, I hate myself. But you can never tell with these things, you know, but maybe you know more than I do. Well, I mean, it's pump and dump. It's some pump and dump stuff. And, I mean, I it Bonk is the Dogecoin of Solana. But then you've got these other contenders, Dog with Hat. And they just dropped Cat with Hat yesterday. But so And you know that's going to rip because Dog with Hat, you know what I mean? That's how, that's how it, the stupidity works, right? It's ripping. It's ripping right now. So it's like up 400%. So, but then I noticed this other coin got dropped into my wallet called Smog. And I know Dex Screener, I don't know if anyone uses it. You, have you seen Dex Screener? It's like a aggregator yeah. slash. Yeah. So then every I saw, time I use that thing, I lose. <laughs> every time. Yeah. So, but then I noticed there an advertisement when you do the search, like you could search coins on Dex Screener, and there's a little ad that comes up at the top, and th there was an ad for this sh the shit coin smog, and I'm like, oh, that's what the, these guys are doing. They're they're airdropping into Solana wallets, and then they're they're advertising on Dex Screener, and I'm sure there's some OG solana telegrams and these guys are just pumping dumping i mean that's the name of the game we know what's happening but it, i find it interesting but you know i've been messing around with it a little bit um this this cat with hat they've got they've got they've already got the twitter set up with sixty thousand followers i just find it like interesting like how quickly this stuff like i don't know if they're paying for but they got to be paying for all these followers you know what i'm saying so anyways yeah, text tools has some um they actually have really good tools because you can see whether or not the contract is revoked and all you know all that stuff that you wouldn't see on, on Wingate. Um, yeah, deck screener. Deck screener. Deck, yeah, that's right, deck screener. Yeah. Just every time I go there, it's just like I lose. But Solana in general, I hate Solana because if you look at the token allocation um, among the team, the foundation, and then who controls the validators, and all of a sudden Solana turns into a real dog. I'm surprised Ralph. Ralph Powell is, you know, I, I you have to go with the the market. And he was like, he was pumping, you know, soul, you know, in the bear saying, listen, they got fired answer and all this stuff. And, you know, it's it's if you look too hard into these things, then you'll like eliminate these things that are gonna like rip. You know what I mean? Um it, it defies common sense, it defies what we were taught in school. But you know, 
you have to DJ a little bit. And and you know, you love your NFTs. So <laughs> it, um you're the guy to talk to. I, I have not ventured into Solana NFTs yet because it's I mean that's like that's there's some serious trading going on there. And and the the entry is like, you know, three, four hundred bucks for some of these Solana NFTs and but I don't know. I'm I'm watching I'm watching just playing around with some of these 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 uh, meme coins on Solana. So I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to get outside of Cosmos a little bit. But uh, yeah, so that's it's essential. It's absolutely essential to get outside of Cosmos. Yeah, I think I think Chihuahua. I think the Wawa chain has a lot of potential to kind of do. I mean, they, they were launching a few coins over there, but I just feel like. I mean, they've got a they've got a Dex on Chihuahua, but I really feel like if if you don't have the volume and the trading happening on Osmosis, then you're not going to get the volume you need for some of these meme coins to pump. And uh, that's the issue within the Cosmos. Like everything is so what's the word uh, fractionalized or, or just divided. You know, you got one chain for this, one chain for that. Like you know, if it's it's not happening on Osmosis or, I guess, Astroport. You just don't have the volume. But, anyways, as if we need more dexes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. You know, and all that stuff. So I won't get into that. But um, uh, I, I was going to ask you guys. You no, know, I have a bag kit. I got one bag kit. I need the money, right? I need the money, and I got the bag kit a while back. Now, this is just in, for for these types of NFTs in general, right? If you look at, you know. Punks and all that stuff, and and board ape yacht club, all that you know. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out a, a floor price that bad kids can actually get up to. Now I have one, and I'm thinking like you know, if you take the top 25, top 25 um, NFTs in the last bull market, right? You average the price, and then you cut it in half. That would come to a certain number. Would that be a realistic thing, or do you guys don't think? Do you guys think that bad kids will? We'll catch on. I was starting to catch on, but I think it might have lost this moment. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Well, yeah, homie. I don't know if homie can talk about it. But- yeah, you know I'll jump in there. I don't think it lost this moment at all. People are rotating back to fungibles right now because of the pump that happened this week. Um, so when they rotate back, you'll see bad kids go up to 10K, I bet. Yeah, what's the floor around seven k right now? I know it's. I, th- I think we dipped down to even even lower than that. Like it, it's definitely dipping down from its peak of whatever it was, like eight eight point five, I think. Um, so you- Ooh, you're breaking up, Homestead. I think your Wi-Fi is going in and out or something. But we're talking bad kids, uh, Gus. What what's your entry? Are you up? Uh, are you up decently? Let me hear. Let me check the floor for you real quick on Bad Kid. Yeah, I, bought it. Mm-hmm. I bought it for fifty-seven. I was late because I had two people. I'm starting to listen to people now, and I had some, you know, two people when they first came out. You got a mint piece or whatever. Um, but I bought it uh, eight months ago for fifty-seven thousand oh, nice. stars. So, and I mean, I just feel there's more upside in other alts out there. You know, you know, because you, you know, back. You're you're you pretty much doubled. You pretty much got a two x. Oh, Tank is gone. Homes, homie's gone. Tank was in here, but he's gone. There he is. He's back. 
Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's up to you, Gus. Like, hold on. Hold on. I mean, a, a bad kid is a bad kid and you're already up on it. Like, I would, I'd probably hold it if I was you. Uh, that's, that's, that's solid. But no, my wife said the same thing. She's, she's a, she's a deep eye queen in the house. And she's like, no, save it, save it, save it. She's kind of against NFT. So, um, I'm getting a lot of people telling me just to hold it. I just want to get their opinion. My, my, I mean, my prediction would be that it would peak out at about 15,000. It would peak out at a floor price of 15. I mean, the current, the current floor right now for bad kids is just around 6K, which is pretty impressive. Like the run that the bad kids have had is pretty impressive. Like I've completely missed it. Like just from being around Cosmos too long, I missed it, and uh, it's frustrating. But anyways, props for grabbing one when you did. Uh, Tank, how you doing, brother? Welcome. I'm doing good. I apologize, man. I thought we were doing it at four ten Central Time. Oh, sorry, no big deal. No, that's my bad. That's my bad. I, I was saying apologies to you. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I can cool. feel you. Yeah. What's up, Gus? Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's a little cold today, but you know, eh, we're amongst friends, so that warm that warms the heart, warms the spirit. <laughs> hey, Tank, yeah. we were we were just talking Bitcoin a little bit. How Bitcoin? Um, it's knocking on the door of sixty three k again, and then like Amazing. I think. I think 63.7 is the last resistance that it, it bumped up against before Coinbase uh, did the thing, whatever, Monday or Tuesday. Um, but it looks like it's ready to knock on that 63.7 door again. I mean, we literally, I, I, I just told these guys, I, I think once resistance is broke on this thing, I really feel like there's not a whole lot left as far as supply. And um, I haven't looked at the ETF numbers today. But um looks like the market just closed. I, oh, I yeah. Really... No, it, dude, it's amazing, man. Uh, I was covering it quite a bit yesterday with Timmy, and I think you were there for a little while. Uh, you know, and I'll still, I'll still stay true to my posture and what my opinion was about that. Like, it's, it's just par for the course at this moment. Uh, I think it's knocking pretty strongly on the door, one to break through. Uh, I think it, it's going to take one hell hole of a lot of a I'm knock on wood just to make sure it doesn't happen uh, of an instance or you know an event to really slow the momentum it's got everything it needs to go man it got it's got everything it needs to go yeah i i mean i mean who who knows we could we could be back at 52k or 53k like what you know the powers that be whatever but i mean if the powers that be decide to let this 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 guy this thing run we could see 75k 80k bitcoin uh very fast i think yeah no I yeah agree. what kind of what, what kind of black swans do you guys see? i mean i can't see any black swans other than um i think blackrock or jp morgan and their they did an amendment to their filing saying that they can call any chain they want bitcoin meaning that they can spin up their own fork that's that's one of the things i worry about quantum computing uh, is not really a worry um, but yeah, I just your guys' thoughts as far as black swans in the future. Just being an election year, just I don't know, man. Like being an election year in the U.S., you just I, I have I try not to think about it, but it's like what went down back in 2020. Like I don't even want to think about it, but you just never know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I guess to answer that. 
How about you, Tank? Do you see anything? Because I see, you know, this is like one of the few sure bets in life that I've seen in the 56 years I've been around. I'm just like, I haven't seen anything like this in all my time on this planet. And I'm like, I'm glad I got in early. Don't, as, as Raul Powell said, don't fuck this up. And so that's, I'm very worried about that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're, you know, you're right to, to worry about that. Like anything, this is a one in a life, one in a generation. Uh, you know, this is our generation, our, our times, like chance. This is, this is, you only get them like maybe, maybe once uh, a generation and stuff like that to be early on something. Um, in my humble opinion, man, like where Bitcoin is, where the market is, uh, specifically for Bitcoin, this is not altcoins at all that I'm talking about, but for Bitcoin, I think it's too far to get fucked up. And even if it does get fucked up, it's par for the course. And people are way too smart now and way too hopeful to allow it to get fucked up. Like if you look at, okay, so if you look at BlackRock and like you guys were saying, okay, they changed the filing. I highly doubt that's going to happen because BlackRock literally just today uh, put out um, announcements that they are allowing uh, other ETFs uh, to happen under their, under, their, um, under their weight, under their hand, right? across different countries like they're 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 all in they're fucking all in the the regulations and once it's like even if you're talking about regulations with you know like what mayor was saying which i totally understand and respect when it comes to like election cycles and all this stuff what are you going to say what are they they need the congress they need the house and they also need banks and every other financial institution to to go their way they've already got it on the stock market as an etf multiples of them it's 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 already there it's implanted it's embedded I think it's just water the fucking plant, let it run. Like I, I just, I, it's it's one of those no brainers. I wouldn't overthink it, man. Would would you would you take would you take some Bitcoin? Because I'm 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 like seventy percent Bitcoin right now, and part of me wants a DGen. I've got seventy other seventy other coins out there, you know, small amounts of money in them. Originally a thousand dollar investment, stuff like that. Um, not that much actually, but. Would you would you peel off Bitcoin to buy more altcoins to get? Now that's the big thing that I've always thought about. You know, it's like I like to think of myself as a Bitcoin maxi. I no longer own a home, all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, you know, I could like get some alpha out of these altcoins. You know, buy more Bitcoin. A lot of Bitcoin maxis are like, no, don't do that. That's that's sacrilege. Yeah, yeah, no. So okay, Bitcoin is it's it's the it's a stack that you want to stack. Period, right? No matter what, you you'd go into alts to make the gains so that you can stack more fucking Bitcoin. That's the end all be all game, right? And like you were saying earlier, before I was having connection issues, like you're just buy market cap, buy buy the numbers. You're going to be able to find, and it's not a guarantee, but you're going to be able to find the multiples under the altcoins. And so it's not a bad idea. It's just a risky idea because you don't know which one of those is going to be the one that actually pulls off. 500 to a thousand X. Like you just like mm. if unless it's deep in, right? Like in Cosmos, you can just say Akash and Jackal. They pulled off three thousand uh percent moves on the charts, but that's done. What's the other deep in play that's out there? And, and then when you think about that, like Scott talks about it from Podcast all the time. He's a jackal bull. Look at his biggest problem. He can't he can't get out of that position because he'll splash the pot. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, so you can you can do a for a surefire bet which isn't sure, but like it's better off than everything else by just holding Bitcoin and maybe getting a double up from here because that's what I conservatively, I conservatively think that we'll get a double and that's where the market is going to go. Like, I don't want to say it's going to top off, but it's going to go sideways from there. About 120, 
to $140,000, I think is super doable for this next bull run. Uh, that's quite simply a double up from where we are right now. That follows the having metrics um, uh, uh, that we've seen for each run beforehand. Like, you know, we met 3,000% or I'm sorry, three, yeah, 3,000% 3, uh, gains uh, two cycles ago. Then it was 1,500, give or take. I'm not, I'm not certain. I don't even have the charts in front of me. But it gets cut in half every single time as the market grows and matures. And like this time, if we follow that same trend, we can pretty much count on that happening yet again. So I'm thinking, yeah, maybe 300, but just to be, just to be sure and just to be conservative, 150% move from here where we are right now, or maybe just a little while ago, that's right around that $120,000 Bitcoin, which is just nothing but a double up. And so you can take the surefire uh, bet, he's not even here anymore, and do it that way, but you'll get more returns going uh, in the altcoin route, period. Yeah. Hey, Homestead. I, yeah, I don't know. Gus dropped out. I don't know if he's having connections issues or what, but yeah, man, I agree. Homie, what's up? You want to hear how much of a pleb I am? Do it, pleb. What? How much of a pleb are you? <laughs> I'm like 99% alt right now. <laughs> and not Ethereum. No, but you know what? That's, again, no I've Ethereum. heard those things too, dude. That's not necessarily wrong too. You were supposed to be, so like Gus is question right is do you shave off some bitcoin now to get into some altcoins bro you should have been shaving off bitcoin back a couple of months ago to get into some of these altcoins you know what i'm saying it was, it's it's, like, it's not a bad it's all about timing and stuff like that so even you like you're you're going to get more percent move out of your altcoins homestead than than you're you'd get if you were sitting in bitcoin that's just a fact because it takes money to move money how much money is it going to take to get a double up on 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 uh bitcoin right versus how much money is going to take for you to get a 10x a 20x a 30x on some of these altcoins not not even close to the amount of, uh, that's going to take for a double up on bitcoin and look i'm gonna say this right now because this space is recorded so if there's any pleb out there that listens to this this is all funds it does not matter in my life what happens with these funds okay people you see my it makes it know, even better. Yeah. You that see my homestead. You see my homestead. I'm not gambling with money here that I need to make payments and things like that. Right. So it's okay for me. Right. Don't go YOLO your life. Remember what happened to people last cycle. Only do this with what you can. Right. DYOR NFL. Bro, homestead. I can't wait. Right now, I'm 99%. I can't wait till we get those people that come back and go, fuck those people. We don't remember them. And they just do it, dude. I cannot wait for the hype phase to come back in. I love that fucking phase. People are just like, fuck up, let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, real real quick, Tank and Gus, what are your thoughts? Have you heard this narrative about the reason alts are, are the re there might not be a rotation into alts like there has been in the past is because a lot of this money is getting locked into ETFs. I, I, tend, yeah. to not, I, I tend to not agree with that because I think if Bitcoin goes to hundred or 110 or 120 K I think there will be some rotation from the old school people that have been around for so long. So Let I me, think there will be an altcoin uh, alt pump. It just might be later. Let me, um, I, I'll, I'll find this, you know, that dude duo nine something, whatever he wrote a very uh, persuasive uh, post on, on exactly your question. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to just kind of get some ideas, but I've heard that a little bit that there's not going to be as much rotation. 
But like Bitcoin dominance, I mean, I guess when I came in in late 2020, it was normal for Bitcoin dominance to be around mid 50%. And and we're back to 50% right now. But I I don't know that I I don't follow that Bitcoin dominance chart very often. But um, it's interesting to to, to see where that's going to go. I mean, I think certain altcoins are going to run. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, this article says, uh, why is, oh, it says, the post says, why is my alt not moving? I imagine you have $77.5 billion. The only coin you could buy is Bitcoin. Welcome to the post ETF world where altcoins are left watching. More so, that money can't rotate to alts. They're stuck in the Bitcoin ETF. This cycle is different. That's the crux of what he wrote. Is it an article that's like you got through email or is it uh, is it on Twitter or? Oh, yeah, it's on Twitter. I'll send it to you right now. It's Duo9. I don't, I don't know if you guys follow him or not. But he's got some really interesting thoughts. Okay. Okay. Um, and Tank, I've been messing around with some of these Solana meme coins, meme coins also. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, dude. I, I actually have a couple of friends that are fucking deep into that shit, dude. <laughs> It's it's fun. It looks fun. I just can't, man. I got too much fucking shit. Yeah, I get in the cosmos. It. I can't. I get, I get it. I get it. It's um, I mean, Dogecoin's moving. Uh, Gus, I know you like to keep an eye on Doge. Um, it just seems like this is the casino that people like to play with these meme coins. And if if Dogecoin, I mean, who the know? Who knows what's going to happen with Doge? I mean, if if something happens like positive with Twitter or Doge or Robinhood, I think the reason we're seeing this move right now with meme coins is I don't know if you guys heard the news that Robinhood, the Robinhood app, is listing. They're relisting Solana, which they they took Solana off the app back when Solana was at you know eighteen dollars before, right after FTX. So they locked everybody out of Solana there. And now they're relisting Solana back on Robinhood, but they're also listing, I believe this it's this uh, uh, WIF coin, but I think it's only for European users. Um, so I think there are European users over in Europe that trade on Robinhood are going to be able to trade this Solana meme coin. So I think that's why we're seeing some action today on Solana and some of these memes. Hey, Mayor, can I ask you, did you ever check out Dojo? Speaking of meme coins and... You no, know, I, I saw that it, it had a hard move after after I, after I you mentioned it, and I'm like, damn. And then now, now um, Injective just had its move too, but um, is, Dojo is a, is a perps application, a perpetual ap- application, though, right? They, no, Dojo's an AMM. Okay. Um, and token launchpad and LSD uh, platform. Oh, so on injective. On injective. So yeah, it's like um, I don't know if it's like a full blown deck at this point, but it's got a lot of DeFi features. Um, so yeah, it's they're doing some cool stuff in terms of rewarding users and um, airdropping to users as well um so i'm still kind of messing around there like it's been definitely definitely a a a net positive for my bags um 
I see the guy Shafted's wearing the sushi down in the audience there. Like you talk to anybody who's got a sushi, man, they'll they'll say how happy they are with it. Um, and I, there's you know there's those rumblings out there that Dojo, uh, not Dojo, but Injective is the Solana of this cycle, right? Like everybody's thinking Injective is going to have the Solana type move. Um, and so you know if that happens, can you imagine what happens to different DeFi platforms? built on top of Injective. Um, a lot of the people in like the telegrams, um, both like the Dojo telegram or like the Sushi telegram are all like, you know, Dojo is a great leverage play on the Injective token. And then, you know, Sushi is a great leverage play on the Dojo token. So a lot of people are starting to kind of think about this in the very degenerate DeFi terms. Um, but if you, you know, it's, it's IBC, right? It's IBC enabled. So, you know, if you've got capital that can be moved around, uh, and you wanted to look into another player, an additional play for the cycle. It, it still seems to be a good one. The website looks pretty clean. Um, Dude, I said, I said this to Tank. Like, it's so clean and functional. It's like, this is what Juno Swap was meant to be. Like, this is what we were supposed to have on Juno. But we never did because there wasn't like funding and development and things like that. Cause people like, are assholes. <laughs> anyway, we don't have to make this a Juno rant. No, station. yeah, please don't. Anybody Let's please listening don't. God, no. <laughs> Let's stick with Dojo, man. Fuck this shit. So I, I think I'm on the right. Hey, it's just dojo.trading. Yeah, dojo.trading. So then at the top there, this, you've got like the swap, airdrop, the airdrop, the farms. Or the urn, there's a lot of stuff under urn. There's farms, pools, um, LSDs. So, so you, you, you've been on here for a couple months? A couple of months or? now? Yeah, okay. I've been farming big time. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. Did, how many airdrops have they done already? I, they did seven in February, dude. <laughs> were, they, were they just coin? Were they just so like some, of them, some of them are like NFT tokens, right? Like for the NFT projects that are dropping tokens to their holders, and Dojo's like created partnerships with them so they can have liquidity, and they give part of the airdrop to the Dojo platform as well. So like some of that, if you're into the NFT uh, project, you can double up or whatever, or you can go farm it because they're putting um, Dojo rewards on the pools that they create to help these projects have liquidity to use the token and do what they want with. Um, if you're not into it, you, you pick up your pennies, right? Like, I'm sure there's more than a few plebs like me that have said, all right, I'll take this 5, 10, 25 bucks, whatever, and swap it over to Extra Dojo because there are lucrative airdrops happening. And, you know, like, people I'm sure have been strategizing how they farm those things. So why did this thing pump to $2 uh, like five days ago? Well, there's two reasons. It's kind of a nice flywheel effect they've set up. So one is Sushi and Sushi Fighters NFT, right? That's popped off big time. Um, and that's the first Cosmosm 404 NFT project. So there's a lot of hype around it for a number of reasons. Um, then there's um, the Baby Dojo airdrop, which the snapshot period started yesterday for, I think. And the snapshot period runs through, I think, tomorrow or the next day. And then the airdrop happens on uh, March 12th. What is uh, this Baby Dojo? Is this an NFT it's a thing? It's a reflection token. Baby Dojo is a 
first ever reflection token in the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah. Hold, so, hold, and what, what Dojo the Dojo earned passive income paid in Dojo. For every dollar of Dojo, dollar value you have qualifying for the airdrop, you get 42 cents of baby Dojo value. So it's a 42% drop on the value you get snapshotted. So that's the other reason for the pump a few days ago is it was right before the snapshot period started, opened up, and people were locking in value for that because, I mean, it's an easy three, four-figure drop for a lot of people. So and there's you people just, I know that are farming it to five figures or more. You like, just have to hold – if you just hold Dojo, you're going to get this baby, baby – you got to have it staked. you got to have so it there's, staked. There's pools and farms and LPs, oh my gosh. right? Oh, my gosh. But it's not, the unlocking time isn't isn't Tank. It? Tank, they're always wanting us to stake this stuff, man. Gosh, it's just, it's just staked liquidity though, but the unlock yeah. time, you can unlock it immediately. You don't okay. get any biscuit if you don't risk it. That's, that's right. The that's right. going to have to farm Dojo Swap, therefore it means they're going to be able to receive yields, blah, blah, blah. Baby Dojo description. Baby Dojo is the first ever man. You know what? Don't fade Homestead when he tells you to look at something. <laughs> He no, did. He I mean, us, I think people might fade, fade it sometimes because I kind of retweet, repost, like put a lot of stuff out there. And some of it's not like meaty alpha. Some of it's right? not good. <laughs> some of it's not meaty alpha. Some of it's just like, hey, this new mint might be fun, yada, yada. Right? You know, <laughs> so they're like, oh, fuck, Homestead, right? You but can't then, hit a home run. You can't hit a home <laughs> yeah. run every time. You can't yeah. hit a home run every time. That's right. That's right. So anyways, I tried to tell as many people about this as I could. I definitely was shouting about it on the spaces I've been hosting. I, I tried not to shill like a villain in Tang's Discord, but I probably did. Like I, I was it, But you're right, dude. Nobody's mad at you and you're right. I was, I was like a little bit apologetic towards the end there. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm only going to do this one more time. But, but yeah, anyways, the snapshot's about now for Baby Dojo. So you can still get in, I think. Um, but I'll probably shut up about it until they re reveal whatever the next flywheel bit of it is. <laughs> okay, let me see here. You can connect MetaMask. You can connect. Can I? Is it? Could I trade some Matic? I've just got some. I've got some Matic sitting around doing nothing. Can I trade Matic? Well, Inject is one of those um, uh, Ethereum machine enabled. All right. Tokens, so it goes IBC and EVM, so that's why you can connect a MetaMask, so you can move your injective between IBC, EVM, things like that. Um, I'm not sure if Matic is trading on Dojo, but I would be surprised. A huge bowl of cereal. No, it's popcorn for the kids. Uh, <laughs> so what are you eating? Oh, shit. It's popcorn for the kids. I'm trying to talk to you guys as much as I can and enjoy life. <laughs> not shout it at. Anyhow. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they've got Matic on Dojo. I wouldn't be surprised if you can do it on Helix to some degree. Um, but Helix is a little bit geo-gated because they do offer perps. You can do all kinds of stuff on Helix without getting gated. Um, it's just they gate off the perp side. They got which is actually nice. Other platforms gate the entire thing. Wrapped wrapped BTC, USDC, wrapped Ethereum, Tia, Adam, Soul. That's um, nice. That's some good shit right there. Uh, I don't see any Matic that I can trade. Sorry, by the way. Tell me if I'm 
being too loud. I'm just, I don't want to mute and unmute. I'm putting together a mining rig right now. Oh, nice. So sorry. Yeah. Not if, if you hear too much shit, just tell me and I'll mute again. Gonna mine some Zephyr. Dude. Dude, yeah, I've got all the, I've got all the components. I got my Ryzen, everything, man. I just haven't, I've had. What it did you get? My hat. Uh, I got a Ryzen what thirty thirty nine. What is it called? Let me take a look. It's in my, my room right now. I can't remember what it is. Jeez, I'm just holding the box right now. Oh, dude, it's you gotta get it working, bro. It's the top line. It's a thirty nine fifty X. Nice. And um, then I got, uh, I got these coolers. I got these really cool looking, like as if I had the money. Um, but I got the liquid freezer, uh, the Arctic liquid freezer two, three sixty eight. So the, the red, green, blue ones. Wait, are you um, going to use it just for mining, or are you just mining with it? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to use it just for mining. So it's um, shit. You're going fucking balls to the wall with it, then. Yeah, I have a shopping list, but you already got the shit together. So um, Sats Runner is the one who gave me a shopping list. Very nice of him. Yeah, gave it, gave me detailed. So if anyone wants that stuff, it's, it's open. I can send it to anyone. He wrote an entire guide from start to finish, how to put it together, what videos to watch, what part, parts list, where you can find certain things. Really comprehensive. If you guys don't follow Sats Runner, he's a really great guy. Everything you need to set up a miner, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you guys, I have it. So if you just, you know, if you want it, let me know. Like I, I can just forward Dude, the email these, to you. These miners that I'm putting together right now are going to be better than any fucking any computer that I've, I've owned. Like, it's, it's kind of sad. Like, right now, I'm popping in. Uh, I have four DDR5, uh, was it, 32 gigabyte uh, memory cards for just a miner. <laughs> like, so, like, I'm popping in all this shit. I got uh, the AMD Ryzen 9. Um, oh, God, what are these? Ryzen 9 7950Xs. And, fuck, dude, these things are going to be way better than most of the shit that I have. And then, like, I'm putting... Not up to date in video cards on there, but like the the last year's thirty nine, uh, uh, or what were they, the thirty something sixties or whatever the fuck they are, on them. They don't even need them if you're mining. You can just put on like Linux on them and they'll run just fine. But I'm just a sucker and I have them sitting around, so I'm like, whatever. So how did it work out? I mean, are you gonna be mining Zephyr? Are you gonna be um, you're still doing that through a cache? No, it's okay. I'm. Yeah, I said this not too long ago. I guess it's a little bit alpha for anybody that hasn't heard it before. Um, so IBC Gang LLC, which is like the parent company for everything that I do on crypto, is expanding their operations into like a mining arm. Uh, so we are actually going to be mining Zephyr or the RatomX token along with some other GPU because I have some GPU stuff uh, from ETH just sitting around. Uh, but we're going to load those back up. Primarily going to be mining uh, Zephyr though and the goal is to immediately reach up to about 100 kilohash, uh, which isn't much, but like 100 kilohash is about, give or take on the, on the I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, not in front of my computer, around 200 something dollars a month. If I can get up to, I think it's, a, is it 100 something dollars or 200, whatever it is. And then the, I did all the math. And then what I have coming in is going to allow me and IBC gang to scale up to um, 1,000, which is one mega hash. Um, so that, that'll net us a couple, like two, two grand a month. And then we want to get up into, uh, you know, that, that 10,000 mega hash or that 10, I'm sorry, 10 mega hash, which should give us about $20,000 a month just in mining. And so the people that own Maneki Nekos, I'm taking those fuckers for a ride with me. That's sweet. 
That is sweet. You know your stuff, man. You know your stuff. I just, I, I look cool. I only look cool on the surface because I have all the stuff to put together. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> I don't, half the stuff you said, I have no idea. Um, and I got to learn it fast. Yeah, dude, thing. just go, the, if you haven't picked a mining pole, sorry, uh, Mayor, I don't mean to turn this all into mining stuff, but if you haven't picked one and you're, and you're looking at Zephyr, take a look at Hero Miners. They have a really uh, intuitive and, and very easy to use uh, site that will show you like all the breakdowns. Like if you're mining, you know, 500 hash, this is what you can expect a day. This is what you can expect a week and a month. If you're mining up to like whatever, whatever, you'll get this much. But I am, I am also mining using uh, Cloudmost and Akash still as well. So like currently, even right now with the dinky stuff that I have going on right now, uh, I think I, I mine about uh, 40 kilohash just like with like one or two. Um, like rigs going on and then so i'm gonna bump up to right when i get these things turned on maybe it's today maybe it's tomorrow it'll get bumped up over probably 100 kilohash and then i'm gonna aim for a thousand really quickly and then hopefully it can scale into you know that that higher uh pool hash so that's that i want to do i have this weird goal that i want to bring proof of work and proof of stake together in in a in a weird like i want i would really want i, I would love to be the first ever to bring over a derivative proof of work coin uh, into the Cosmos ecosystem, or at least it, it, there's always some already like ETH and stuff like that, but like a true legitimate proof of stake, maybe operated DAO that owns the highest mining pool uh, in a proof of work. Like that, that, I think that'd be super fucking cool. Proof of power. I think that's what. Um, proof of, yeah, proof of power, with. baby. Yeah, yeah, that's. Are you um you know not to like bore people with the mining stuff because it is I, I like to geek out on, on this stuff but um are you you're are you trying to get the best cooling possible I mean how much does that factor into it So from like especially where I live right now it's cold as fuck I don't really need much cooling and I have all of my stuff I like I buy decent uh uh coolers already for the rigs but like w the warehouse that I have which is a standalone uh I don't know if you guys have ever seen it you you know the Tough Shed brand. It's like they build garages and stuff. Yeah, I have a standalone on my property. I have a standalone two-story, two-car uh, two barn-style garage that I built you're, initially you're, just for powerlifting and stuff like that. But this is where I house all miners, of my, uh, my mining miners, and stuff. And it's all, it's all AC'd in it. Nice. So real quick, you're, you've been doing a little bit of the cloud mining, but you're going to set up like how many rigs? For, for uh, the goal is to get about 20 physical rigs really yeah and I, I have a couple of servers already some epic servers already like mapped out and come on coming on in so like i'll have some standalone uh because the way that i look at that between my wife's business and my own business like all of this stuff is like regardless if mining works out or not like i can fucking use this stuff and and resell it and repurpose it if i wanted to and it also gives me a tax write-off for a lot of shit that we are like our accountant wants us to buy fucking shit all the time like he needs us to write stuff off so like in my under, eyes it's, under it's the a funny LLC, thing to do you, you can write it off as expenses under the yeah LLC. like you know win or lose like i can fucking just it's gonna serve its purpose no matter what i'm doing okay so real quick think now okay if you get 10 if you get 10 of these zep rigs up and running does it matter how many maneki neos that i hold like you haven't given any detail you haven't given no, any detail. no of course i mean yeah it's it's gonna i mean you know, it it's it it powers your weight in in what you're gonna receive. Obviously, if you held more, then you get rewarded more. But okay, you so gotta stake them. There's a there's a there's a DAO that you can stake them on right now. But 
it's only the DAO is only used so that I can uh, verify uh, wallet addresses. That's that's all. Like nobody's there's no governance or none of that shit. Like I you stake them. I em. didn't know about this DAO. I put it out there, dude. I put it out there on the Maneki thing. I put it out myself. All right. Well, I've only got a couple, so I might pick up a couple more. And um, you know what? The there's heck? not a lot. There's not a lot of Maneki Nekos out there. So like, you know, there's probably a handful though. I don't know. I think it's just a fun way. It's a, it's a, it's an experiment, admittingly, but I think, uh, I think, I think Zeph actually has like, uh, like legitimate. And I've, I've actually like done my bias like back and forth on myself and like wondered and shit like that. But at the end of the day, it really is just a fun fucking thing to do. It also serves benefits for me, uh, regardless. And like, I really do honestly think that the property that Zeph has as a protocol, as like a coin and blah, 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 is really interesting. Uh, and I think it's still early to get in on them. I don't buy Zephyr. I just mine them. I, I only I only want to mine it. Do you guys ever feel like like a turtle compared to, to a tank, like what you do in life? I do. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Shit, I feel like a turtle compared to some other people, man. too. So. Mayor, we got some new guests. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you want to invite Zephyr or Jacob, Jacob probably has some updates. Yeah, I sent Sefi, Jacob. If you want to come, I'd love to hear a little bit more what Atlas Dow's doing. I know they're they're they've got some stuff going on. Um, I don't know. Hey, I'll Sefie. be right back though. I'm gonna leave my phone right here, but I gotta go okay. get a grounded uh, screwdriver, so I'll be right back. All right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta jump for a minute, um, but I'll I'll still I'll still keep listening. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. All that. Yeah. Welcome up, Sefi. So you're gonna go roll a sushi? Mayor? No. Why no. Not? Come on, man. Are you talking about on Dojo? Yeah. Get yourself a sushi fighter. Oh. Uh, that's those are NFTs, right? It's a token and it's an NFT. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Sefi. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Changing the diapers on my car. Um it's like owning this goddamn thing is like you gotta clean wheels and all sorts of bullshit periodically. <laughs> but oh, otherwise gotta keep it clean gotta keep it clean yep just got home from work and just kind of listening in yeah like uh i was i had the fortune of um one of the guys um like in the zephyr uh community or whatever he was interested in selling some of the zrs token which is the um like the reserve currency like you convert zephyr to it Anytime there's not ins there's insufficient collateral for the stablecoin, so it's like a kind of a semi quasi it's like a pseudo staked asset basically. And um, he had like ten thousand bucks worth of it that he needed to offload because he had to pay some bills or whatever. He's like, "Do you want to buy this OTC from me? I can just, you know just trade you for Zephyr for it," which is really fortunate because like it's hard to get that shit. <laughs> it's uh, rare that like the window of opportunity opens to get that. So I, was, I went ahead and. I knew the guy a little bit already, so I was like, I trusted him with my ten thousand bucks and <laughs> sent him my Zephyr, and he sent me back the uh, he sent me this uh, ZRS, and um, it's pretty cool because like it works as kind of like a pseudo staking, sort of like how liquid stake tokens work, kind of like X Astro or something like that. And um, what it base it's like when I got it, like the Zephyr to ZRS ratio is like one point two six is what I got got from him. So he gave it to me at cost, essentially. And then, like, now it's already, like, 1.3 or something within, like, two weeks. So it's a pretty rapid return. And 
what you're getting on that is kind of like uh, the fees of the network and stuff. Um, so they made the actual reserve asset really, really helpful and lucrative, which is nice. So that um, it helps, it, it ends up being a good collateral that people aren't going to dump just because the price of the coin dropped or something like that. So it's pretty cool. Um, I still have my two miners running, uh, like Tank was saying. Um, I didn't go too crazy into mining like like Tank did. I just have a couple of miners, so um, kind of like that's cool. hobbyist level sort of. And yeah, yeah, it sounds like Tank Tank's going to get like he wants to get ten ten up and running. So yeah, just- I d- I debated that early on. I was like, maybe I should buy a whole bunch of these because like you know AMD high end AMD Ryzen's are gonna are easy to eBay or whatever. You can get rid of them anytime, right? So it's not. Like- like Tank said, this represents a really good, um, like, so for example, I have a lot of Atom yield and Atom yield comes in as a income on your income statement. So it's, it's not like a dividend. You're going in and out of Wi-Fi, I think. Are you in the garage, Stephanie? Yeah, he's rugging. I, yeah. <clears throat> Seppi. Maybe he had to take a call. He might have. He might have got a phone call, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't have the time to put into uh, setting up a mining rig right now. Um, but sounds like uh, Tank's going to do some cool things with his NFT project to where you can um, get earn some, earn some Zeph on the side. That'll be cool. That will be cool. I'm I'm still I'm interested in Zeph too. I think it's it's unique, you know, with the privacy aspect of it. Yeah, there's some other stuff you can mine out there as well. I mean, I I actually bought a spot so just to get my my, my feet in it. But um, there's Vish Coin. There's a couple of them. Stats one is the guy who's like always jumping around between these coins. You know, he's always finding a better one. First, it was, I forgot what it was. It was Varus coin, then he got into Zeph, and then he got into Vish coin, V I S H, I think that's what it is. So, I mean, you can just, there's a lot of proof of work stuff out there you can mine. Just what's profitable. He, he, he moves fast. So, it's great because I get all the, the messages from him, the DMs saying, hey, you want to look at this? You want to look at that? I'm like, I haven't got mine, mine are built yet. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think Zeph has a good future as long as you know, as long as Sefi's out there running spaces, it's got a good future. If he stops doing it, then it's screwed. Well, I like I like uh Kuji Kujira has been looking nice too. And I know I know Sefi's been keeping an eye on Kujira. Um it seems like Kujira's had a lot of consolidation right now, around four. I think it dipped below four dollars there for a while, but um Kuji's looking nice. I mean, I mean, guys, this is this is a nice. It's nice to finally be in a situation where there's a lot of um, just just positive vibes and um, just positive. You know, it just seems ever since Bitcoin broke above forty five k, it's been oh just exciting to be involved you know like right writing out the bear and writing out all of uh gosh 2023 was it was tough and you know like we were saying that that that's the time to accumulate and i know 
you know, Sefi was banging on the door telling everyone now's the time to accumulate DCAN, you know, whether it's Kajira or whatever, Adam or whatever, you know, now's the time to do it. And, um, yeah, so it, it's sorry. Great, I got, at my back, I got cut off there for a minute because my you, stupid you Wi-Fi are, shit. Yeah, I think it was your Wi-Fi or something. You were talking about um, um, being able to buy buy mining rigs and be able to flip them, and it's no it's, like so. So what I was going to mention is, uh, if you guys are staking anything and you're making staking yield, say for example, you're making yield off your atom or whatever, who cares? Staking yields come in for your tax purposes as basically um, income. So now if you have like mini wallets, you don't give a shit, like whatever, no one's going to catch you for this shit, right? Like it's not a big deal. But if you have any substantial amount and you're making staking yield, it comes as income, not as dividend yield. It doesn't come in as like capital gains. And therefore, if you have income off your staking yield, you own basically a business. So when you do your TurboTax or whatever, you basically show the taking yield as, let's say, let's say you made $5,000 of staking yield, let's say, and you take that and you say, okay, well, I bought three, you know, mine or five mining rigs for a thousand dollars a piece. So now you can deduct that and basically zero that out as like not having to pay any extra tax on the income. And then you can make like mining yield for God knows how long. And you know, realistically, nobody knows you have that. So that, that's like a different Stuffy thing. Gets in. Then you can gets figure in. out <laughs> then you can figure out what the hell you want to, you know, do with that. Um so that's and especially in a privacy coin like Zephyr. Like, not only does no one know, but no one knows even that when you sell it, like, or trade it for something or whatever, what's going on. So really, like, like the bottom line is, if you own a lot of a coin, you, it's much more sensible to own an early low cap privacy coin, because then, like, you know, you can disappear into the wilderness with it, essentially. And that's not something you can do on a public chain or, or an open chain, non-privacy. So that's a pretty cool thing. Anyway, just something to for people to ponder upon. And this is one part of my bull case for the thing. I think anyone that like has any serious inclination towards, you know, like storing and keeping a lot of crypto and wanting to have to, you know, not wanting to have to, you know, you want to conceal all this while Zephyr allows you to do that. Um, and I think people are going to notice that. And that's one of the reasons why you're going to have some holding pressure over time is that there is actual sort of real world utility in this respect. Um, and that's something that most cryptos don't have. Like by its very nature, it has utility. It doesn't even need to have like smart contracts or any of that shit. It just literally has utility just right off the bat. Um, and it's a little bit more utility than say, for example, mining any other, like let's say you mine Dogecoin or Litecoin or something. This has a little bit of extra oomph to it. Um, and I think people that are going to notice this and it, they've noticed it in one other way too. It's like XMRs. Um, which is the Monero, their hash rate's been going down and Zephyr's been now consistently staying above it. So I think some fraction of like people that are mining Monero and some fraction of users of that are realizing, hey, wait a minute, like this is more interesting. So I think that's uh, um, a little cross-pollination there that might be good for the, that community. Anyway, cool stuff. Yeah, it, it seems like, it is available on some other exchanges besides MEXC, but I've have not heard of very many of these. Yeah, it's like Trade Ogre, No KYC, and a few other randoms. No yeah. uh, CoinX or something. FinanceXXT.com. I mean, Random shit. Yeah. Yeah. If if Zephyr ever gets listed on a Kraken or Binance, like this thing's gonna rip. It's gonna rip hard. Um, well, Binance it may not list because remember Binance is the one that like purposefully eliminated Monero. 
Yeah. So yeah. that causes Monero's price to dump like from one seventy to like a hundred bucks the other day, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. people picked up. Hopefully picked up. People picked up that bottom because it bounced back pretty quick. But um, it yeah, I don't think they're gonna list like privacy hat coins and stuff have like certain legality issues like in Europe and stuff. So um, I think it, this is more like these types of things are going to develop their own sort of rogue ecosystems that are outside of a lot of these exchanges and things, I think. Um, so like things like, you know, how like things like ThorChain and whatnot have to exist for, for privacy coins ultimately to make it really work well. Yes. Like, um, uh, shapeshift and, and yes, yeah, store chain where it's totally like if even if even if a government wanted to shut it down, they couldn't, and um, it would be very difficult. Although third chain's funny in that, like they actually censored some transactions. I think in the last year, right? Like, didn't they get in? Uh, didn't they get someone tell them that? Oh, by the way, someone's funneling criminal money and some shit, and they they censored some. I thought store chain did. Well, they can, I mean, they can agree, like, yeah, if, if, if the government says, hey, this is some very bad actors using your platform, could you please, you know, shut these wallets down? I guess, I mean, they always yeah. can. It's but, essentially like the multi-sig says, so it's, uh, it goes through, right? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So. But anyways, I, I think Zeph is, I mean, you've been, you've been talking about it for, for months now, and I think it's very attractive in this consolidation and in, in the low twenties, um, very attractive. Um, Sethi, while you're here, like, what do you think, do you think Terra right now is just stuck in this range because of the whole, uh, TFL bankruptcy filing? Like there's just, I mean, I guess last I heard was that Doe was going to get extradited to the U S but that, hasn't happened yet like i haven't been following it that much i think if you look at just layer ones generally i think the biggest problem layer one's going to have is not all the that ancillary stuff the biggest problem layer ones are going to have going forward in the next like three four years is going to be just how do you attract attention when there's so many layer ones like right i mean even stuff Mm -hmm. like i don't know Mm -hmm. let's say injective or whatever you know some of these newer ones you could say hey look they're popular right now what's going on they're popular because their market caps are small and you can pump the shit out of them. That's why they're popular. But like next cycle, are they going to continue to catch that bid or is the excitement going to die down in favor of some new layer one or whatever? That's the problem. And I think with, um, especially with like, and not only that, but just look at a lot of altcoins generally. Like we haven't seen a lot of stuff run yet, like Dogecoin, Litecoin, and any number of previous tokens that just sort of like are sort of relatively flat. So you get a little pump with Bitcoin or whatever, but you know, like, you know, where's the attention for all that coming? So, I mean, I want Luna to go up as much as the next guy. I really do. Like, I think it's a functioning chain. It's great. And you know, they're building cool stuff now, but like, is that going to be enough to gather the forces as far as attention? I mean, like look at fetch AI. I mean, what does it do? It's essentially like just a ghost chain (laughs) AI meme token. And the fucking thing is mooning like ridiculous, right? Like, just because so, of the just because of the AI yeah. narrative, the thing's taken off like crazy. Yeah, like it doesn't even do anything. Like, what, like, what are you going to do with Fetch right now? Can anyone in here tell me what it does? No, I went and looked, and I'm like, okay, that it's doesn't got, work. It, what do they got? That shit things? doesn't work. A billion dollar market cap. It, it's <laughs> got the like, box. It's got the box that you can program, but no one knows how to yeah. program them. But I mean, think. that thing legit, like, it would be worth like let's like if it were worth ten million right now, and you'd be like, yeah, sure, sure, maybe. 
right? But it's worth like a billion market cap or something now. It's not worth that. Get out of here. So like all these things, like a lot of stuff's going to pump. And it's, I think part of the thing is right now, a lot of people are in dismay that their coin hasn't pumped. Like, what, why is it this? Why is a fetch going up, but not like Kujira or something like, and so then they, then they get depressed and shit and sit around and like, you know, twiddle their thumbs. And what, what's really going on is like the, the AI pump narrative stuff took off and that sort of irritated everyone else that has like, you know, legit projects. They're like, well, hey, why is it my coin not going up? But I think it's because um, we're just about to see the takeoff for that. So Total 3 has seen, of course, a few coins go berserk, like I don't know, some AI names and like some D-pin names went a little crazy the last year. But outside of that, like the general total three hasn't gone up that much. It's like still Solana went up, of course, a lot. That's kind of the big contributor to the total three market cap. But like total three really is just like most of it only has had one impulse move off the bottom. So we got a long way to go, I think, for altcoins. Like I think you should have to be patient. It'd be fine. Yeah, I, I kind of agree agree with just what you're saying. It's 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 I mean, there are certain L1s that I, I do like, and I, I know you like Kajira. I like Kajira. Um, White Whale, I think, is is way undervalued for, for the amount of activity. They're, they're going, you know, cross-chain. Cross-chain is very difficult to do. Um, they've, they've got a deal with Osmosis that they're going to they're, they're gonna have a satellite DEX on Osmosis. So cross-chain is very important, but I agree with what you're saying. Like, a, a standalone L1 like Terra it's got, it, you know, the, the whole, I think the whole Doquan thing and, you know, as long as he can't, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just fascinating just to see how, how. Like, I, I would say, yeah. I would, you know, what would be make me really bullish um, on like just Cosmos chains in general. I think at this point, the first problem is like the, the existence of IBC doesn't bring enough liquidity. There, there is no real world asset or anything interesting like of substance in the IBC ecosystem yet. And the problem besides like, I think USDC and whatever, right? Like there's not that much in there. So like what- It's been what, growing slowly. It's been growing It's been slowly, slowly, yes. But what would be like a much more uh, like momentous like uh, driver right now would be is if you look at like say Astroport, Astroport's now on multiple chains. It's on like Neutron, it's on like- I don't know, injective, it's on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Terra, whatever. If Astroport were to implement CCIP, that changes the entire game. Why? Because then all of their assets, they could create a situation where their assets can be brought in through Ethereum and everywhere else and allows people to much more quickly come into some of these ecosystems, Terra in particular. Um, but the problem right now is like there's no reason to show up on Terra when you could do the exact same thing on Injective. You can see the exact same thing on um, whatever the latest, hottest, you know, famous thing is Dex, right now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah so, like, what differentiates the DEX is not very much, essentially. So, um, I think whoever incorporates this, like, Chainlink CCIP thing, you get so many more assets, and you don't want to left behind. You definitely don't want to be left behind on that one because they're incorporating a lot of assets. So the thing is, like, a, like take a take Luna for example. If you mm-hmm. were to uh, incorporate CCIP, what that would imply is, or Kajira for that matter, or Injective, what that implies is you would then supply some fraction of your um, chain's asset, let's say Luna or Kajira. You'd supply that into the CCIP. I guess they have like a liquidity pool type of thing. And the what you're doing is you're 
you're going to basically like part of the fees of the network is paid in link to the link stakers, but that then will pay for that service in a sense through like, and provide liquidity. And so what would happen then is you would now have like this robust sort of like instantaneous ecosystem of gajillions of coins that are going to be added via that ecosystem. And the main nets, I think coming out, like, I don't know, in a month or two. So right now it's still in like the, I guess, implementation phase or something. I've always wondered about but, about the, yeah. the CCIP. Do, how much does it cost the chain to implement it? Because I know, like, on majority, I think you have to commit. I think you have to commit like some proportion so much, of your team or your community tokens. I think it's like maybe one or two percent or something to that to the like pool liquidity pool in the background or some shit. I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, there is definitely a a, a cost involved in a sense. But the the counter to that would be is. Look how much shit we spend money on anyway in Cosmos. We spend money on inflation out the wazoo. Like, what's one or two percent at that point? <laughs> like, it's nothing, right? Like, so I think it's very, very feasible to um, do something like that with Cosmos chains. And the, I think the any cross-chain decks like Astroport, it seems like it would be well poised to be successful from something like that. But in the future, like, I don't think it's going to matter whether you're EVM compatible. I think it's going to be it's going to be a question of whether or not you're compatible with the the like biggest liquidity layers on the planet. And I don't know the, the CCIP thing is looking pretty freaking good to me. I don't know like I haven't seen anything quite that good, or at least uh, that I believe could credibly be adopted at scale by lots and lots of people. Because that's what really matters. It's not like having a cool like protocol. Um, that's like the VHS versus Betamax wars. Having the better videotape is not what entirely mattered. It was like who could generate the adoption fastest and then whoever does that first wins usually it's like the you know like the operating system wars and things like that yes. it's like yes. you just have, you have to you, like once you've hit hit like some threshold right it's like it's hard for anyone else to compete yeah i used to do i did a little bit of research on chainlink a long time ago and it, it's so much more than just oracle now and just data feeds like the whole ccip i mean they're they are implementing it and it, it is I mean, for everyone that doesn't know it's it's a competitor to ibc like you can you can definitely do token transfers it you know it does it behind the scenes and um tokens will be able to be switched from chain to chain so it, it is i mean the simplest way to dumb it down is it's it's a competitor to ibc as far as the implementation, yeah, implementation and, and IBC, like the best way to describe it is IBC is hub and spoke, which means every single chain has to have a spoke to every single other chain. Whereas with CCIP, it's like a gigantic swimming pool in the middle, and you just have like every chain connects to that big swimming pool in the middle. Like that's the difference. Yeah, I know the re. I know like the relayers. Like you can you can run so many different relayers, but a lot of the IBC um, does run through Osmosis. I, I don't know how it all, out, but yeah, I yeah, kind of what you're saying. It's like the, the big the big news that came out, and this would be like, for example, like Tank is doing this Maneki thing, right? So like, how can Tank prove that he has like a certain amount of proof of work assets in the background if he's mining to provide um, yield to Maneki holders? Well, like that's where like Chainlink proof of reserves comes in. That's what um, Arc investment with. Uh, implemented you know they're the people that like what is it kathy woods or whatever you know they have a bitcoin etf now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they implemented what's called chain link proof of reserves and so now you can go to some website link and then 
you can see how much Bitcoin um, ARK Investments has. And the proof of reserve system will survey that their wallets or whatever, and it'll do so every 24 hours and um, like make sure that whatever. And I think a, a major exchange has also used them for the similar purpose. So it's not just CCIP. It's like the, the fact that there's proof of reserves in the mix now issuers can issue something like i don't know let's say you wanted to own part of a car or some shit some you know whatever and they have some system to keep uh polling that right then um you could then like trade those assets on your particular um chain so like you don't have to go and onboard some gold issuer onto terra or Kajira, you could just connect CCIP and assuming someone else does this, they can drop their assets into the CCIP, um, like, I don't know, whatever token pool, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And now your chain can use that shit if it feels like it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. so you have, you have access to, it's like, imagine like you're on, um, I don't know, like you, you go to remember, uh, uh, yeah, like, like think about Netflix or whatever, right? Like if you log into Netflix, you can get any movie that's on Netflix. Right. You're not you're not siloed into, oh, wait a minute, I can only get these three television shows. You can get everything. And that's kind of the idea behind the the like it solves the liquidity fragmentation problem ultimately. Yeah, I posted a link up top where Sergey Sergey did had an interview with uh I was a Nasdaq um news person and he kind of explained what you're talking about, proof proof of reserves. And he said all the large um, financial institutions like will slowly need to transition to this because one one thing he was saying he's like let's just say like you have um, you know a billion dollars and you're wanting to transfer or you're wanting to you know if you're sitting on a billion dollars for three three days you're losing yield on that he's like but when through CCIP and proof of reserves. You, I forget how he explained it, but he's like to be able to transfer it or be able to implement it to, to whatever you want to implement it to, to you know, some silver ETF or whatever, to where you can turn around and get three percent yield on that three or one billion dollars instead of sitting on it for one day. He said eventually all these large financial institutions will have to transition over to this new digital age of of finance. You know, he's like the TradFi is still stuck in in the you know the analog age even though you can do you know you know visa and mastercard transactions he's like when it comes to the big money trading houses they're still stuck with the three days of clearing when you're doing um large financial um uh sending money you know tra transactions so he's like you get rid of that three days of clearing for the transaction day like you're talking about stepping into you know the the next next level and he, yeah, there's all of that is yeah meant to reduce the transaction time and also the the yeah the general clearing of something like how do you prove something is real quick enough to then be able to interact with that contract and yeah and and, and his 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 whole thing is you can prove it's real through validation through through blockchain technology and he's like right now TradFi can't do that you know if it, whether it's a mortgage or a REITs you know, all these security backed mortgages, he's like, we can get all that stuff on chain and you can have real, real time data. So if you're wanting to trade mortgage backed securities, you can get the real time data on how, how well these securities 
or how how much of a junk bond it really is, you know. So yeah, he goes into that in that interview a little bit, which is fa fascinating that you know he's. I mean, I think Chainlink is is they they see the big picture. You know, my question, and this is my question to Timmy all the time: How does that how does that come back to uh, the coin? The, the, the coin. Yeah. yeah. So right now, like legitimately, like almost no serious revenue comes back to the token. So it's like it's like sort of bogus for the moment. Um, the, the stakers now get real yield, but not everyone can stake yet. It's like as each new network emerges, people will be allowed to stake essentially um, to secure those new networks. So it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a different type of concept as far as staking is concerned. Um, it's, it's not a blockchain and, and Link is not yeah. separate chain. Yeah. So, so this, the coin and its utility is just being developed as time goes on. Um, so it's, it's sort of like Rune, you know how Rune secures the third chain, like mm -hmm. assets. Mm -hmm. Link is sort of going to do something like that to some extent. Um, and also it's going to be like internet, internet, like the inter, the universal gas token in between all yes. those CCIP yes. transactions. Yes. So for whatever that's worth, I mean, like the, the reality is like, you know how this shit works. It's like 99% of this stuff is not like, you know, what does it actually do? It's the mimetic effect to some extent. And then like speculating on the future utility of the coin and all that kind of bullshit right now the one of the reasons why the coin price probably is not moving is sergey and the gang are selling link tokens <laughs> like so the, part of the reason why it hasn't just mooned already probably is because of the the like the the resistance is essentially them selling so because they've been using the thing as a security mm -hmm. token for a long time now plus side to that the counter to that fud would be that it is at least like similar inflation to say some of the proof of stake chains that we're used to but it does represent real selling pressure just like validators sell right now it does at least right well, it, so. you, you notice they never get named in any of these sec lawsuits as being a security which is which is funny because that's exactly what they are right it's yes. like, like it's like one of the most obvious ones too it's like way more so than say like an atom or some shit like like the fact that they're not named is weird to me it's like the sec has to be imbeciles or something or, like that's the only explanation I've always wondered about that and i've always wondered like do they have a headquarters are they like i don't know where the link found chain link foundation they do is. i believe they're in san francisco so they're That's they're an actual right. place right. but like yeah. but they did but they did not um they didn't uh register that i'm aware of like you know as a security or anything so who knows <laughs> like <laughs> so these things like i almost pointless even the the plus side is because they were never named and that nobody seems to care despite how long it's been going on that's why some of the link folks think that it's got one of the better chances to be an etf um, player like grayscale has like and i think grayscale or vanek or a few people have like a link type of thing traded but if you have a true etf um with link in it right that could be really um a plus side the grayscale token which is like G, I forget the name of the G link, G L N K, I believe, is trading like five times the amount of the link token, which is hilarious. Like it's five x above the NAV, which is the the like actual price of the coin, which is really really weird because like I guess people are just pumping it on the stock market, and so some people like look at that as a like a futures market to an extent. That because the grayscale coins pumping, then Link's going to five x as well, and whatever else you know, like it, which which will probably happen by the way. But it's a weird like dynamic. Like, like who the hell is buying this thing at like five times above the actual valuation? 
So I think people just see the coin pump and they just like go nuts buying the stock. He co-authored it with a guy from Cornell University, Ariel Jules, and let's see, Cornell Project co-created. Yeah, there's no, not a whole lot of information on Wikipedia. Um, but then there's there's the Chainlink, um, is there a Chainlink Foundation? Yeah, I've always, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I, I've like I've never gone to all those meetings or whatever that they've done. Um, I just thought like because we know IBC so well, and we know like the problems people have had with proof of reserves and what what problems we've had with liquidity and fragmentation, all the shit we bitch about like for the last three four years, right? Like I looked at Chainlink, I'm like, hey, look, they seem to be solving this problem, and they seem to be solving at a level and having the business development and seem to be getting adopted too, which I think we've had a hard time doing with, with, you know, Cosmos and, uh, and, you know, it is what it is. I mean, like, I think we want our bags to go up in Cosmos, obviously, but at the same time, maybe the best way to do that is to implement CCIP and move on. Cause like, look at, I mean, IVC as interesting as it is, it's not bringing back any goddamn uh, value to the, um, to the ecosystem anyway. Right, like it's not bringing back yeah. value, like to the to the atom token. It's not bringing back value to the individual tokens within it's Cosmos. Open source, open source SDK. Yeah, yeah, but but like it's not. There's not even a, a, a like those things are basically run. Those relayers are run what for free. Somebody's running those, maybe Osmosis or whoever. Well, no, the, valid, the validators have to run. Or the validators. That's, that's what the 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 rewards for. Yeah. But I mean, are they even making any money or is it just going like, it's just the relaying is for free for the most part. The bigger, chain, the bigger chains. Yes. They're they're. I mean, that's where the inflation. Yeah. That's, that's the whole argument against, against proof of stake. Yeah. Unless, unless these chains be, can, can become cash flow positive when you continue, when the inflation lowers the validate, it's harder and harder. And, and I'm not even talking about that part. I'm just saying the IBC part. The IBC part doesn't have a funding mechanism, really, I don't think. So this is what concerns me about Cosmos. I'm like, someone needs to explain to me, like, like, like how, how we're going to get past that problem exactly. That's a question for, for Jack, Jack Zaplin. Like, he, the, that, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you're living off of inflation, but, and, and that's where you're going back into the fiat world, right? I feel, I feel like the most obvious thing to do would be, like, I don't know. Like it's almost too late. It's like I don't know how we're going to solve that. Like in theory you'd say like okay, dump Adam into the CCIP pool and maybe if all of the um, you know, all of the chains adopt CCIP, then you can just you can literally run Adam. You don't you no longer have to go back to the parent chain. You can go from like Kajira to Injective and you can go from your same Adam can go from Injective all the way to Wherever you can just jump from chain to chain if you have CCIP and all of them. You can't do this on IBC right now, right? You can't hop two chains, and the user experience blows essentially. I don't know what else to say about it. Like, there's, and there's no way to fix that. I don't think. Otherwise, they'd have done it by now. Like, it's just a, it's just a failure of the hub and spoke method. So what they end up doing is they use like routers, like you know TFM and IBC.fun and stuff like that, which is fine, except that you know you could theoretically have sometimes those transactions don't go through. And then the end users like, what the hell's going on? You know, it's a problem. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I've, 
I, I would love to talk to Jack about that. Um, I know. Uh, see, because the bit, the whole thing was, you know, Ethereum. You have one one settlement layer. Cosmos, App Chain thesis, all all sovereign L ones. You know, that's the whole. The that but that was the argument back in 2018. I think things have changed so much since 2018, and. Like you said, it, it, and I think, it, 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 and here's the thing: like I think that the app chain thesis is fine because actually CCIP makes it possible, yes, <laughs> to do app chains and not have the problem of fragmentation anymore. CCIP actually is bearish for Ethereum in a sense because, like, why the hell do you need, you know, so much activity on Ethereum when all you need is a settlement layer, right? So in a way, it's like CCIP plus app chains makes the perfect sense to me. Like and IBC doesn't really make perfect sense to me. <laughs> that seems to be a problem right now. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a little bit. Ooh, you know when you're a dumbass, when you buy everything you fucking need, and you forget to fucking buy the damn coolers for your damn rigs. Son of a bitch. Whoops. <laughs> fucking shit. You need you three need more that, days on Amazon, right? You need yeah. that list. You need that list that. Uh, Gus was talking about. Um, oh man, I fucking I I actually ordered it off Amazon. I'm gonna go run a fucking uh, Best Buy real quick and just grab some cheap ones. Shit, I was all proud Jane? about myself for a second, Steffi. I was all proud for myself, and I was like, wait a minute. What, what did you buy, by the way? Oh, I bought a. Uh, so I bought um, some really cool shit. Actually, I I, I really like these. But um, so <laughs> excuse me. I bought the B650. Uh, uh, motherboards along with some amd nine uh seven uh what were they what were these um the 7950x yeah it's the one i got yeah 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 so i bought three of those and then i have three other ones going uh and then i have um i'm looking at two thread rippers uh setups that that i've like just been buying like i, I don't know it's just been eyeballing me and i really want to buy it i'm like using this excuse that i can write off some shit uh with some other things i feel like once you get past the 7950 it's like the the problem i found is like if you wanted to get rid of these things like your the number of people buying a thread ripper or an epic or something yeah like the market seems less so now it's your 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 devices are less fungible right well then that's and yeah because i so i told my wife i was like okay i'm gonna buy this thread ripper with it's all beefed up and shit like that and we put it in your office and we can just like use it for everything because they do content and like podcasts and stuff there and like we can just process we can do everything. We just write it off there, whatever. But it's going to be mining in the background. And I was like, I'm going to do the same thing here with this shit. And then maybe I'll buy one Epic, like, you know, a duel or something like that set up and be okay with like knowing that that fucking thing is mine for probably forever. Um, yeah. The, the thread rippers and the Epics seem like they make sense if you don't have a lot of space. Yeah. Like, let's say you're in an apartment and you're like, you know, I'd like to have a mining rig and I don't want too much heat, but I also want like, not too much noise. I don't want to have like a half dozen of these damn things, but I have the money to spat blow on the, the more expensive shit, like maybe five grand or whatever. How much do you pay for the Threadripper setup? Like, uh, I can find a pretty decent one, and it's um, I think it's through the Lenovo. I can never say their damn company name. Um, site. So if you go to AMD and you go to their partners, um, which is fucking crazy to me because I tried to piece this all together on multiple other different sites. But the Lenovo Threadripper that they have on their site is probably the best deal that you can find. Of course, you got to customize it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was like right around 
uh, with taxes and everything, like four or five grand. So I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah, it's 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 a significant investment. I think it runs probably like what, like five or six times as fast as the uh, yeah seventy nine fifty or something. Or yeah, but see, but 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 you were saying though, I don't have that problem. Like I was telling uh, Gus them, like I have a whole little tough shed, two car barn style garage that I just play around in a lot of the times, and that's where I house all of my units. Like I'm looking to actually put on twenty of these damn racks, twenty of these seventy nine fifties over time. So like, like that's the goal. The, the there's a the plus and minuses are like also the higher end units have more expensive motherboard and stuff. Then on the other hand, you don't have to buy like five of them. Um, this one argument I heard though is like if you if your thread ripper goes down and you paid five k for this thing, now you're gonna be pissed because that's an expensive thing. Whereas if you have like four different units, one goes down and four can keep working because you happen to have a lemon or something, then you're doing all right. I, yeah, you, you, know. you can just you can just pull apart that you know whatever is fucking down. Hopefully not the whole thing is busted, but you can just replace some parts and get it back up and running again. Yep, yep, it's all good, man. Ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go to Best Buy though. Uh, I'll be back, guys. I'll be back. I gotta go to the guy. <laughs> fuck you. I like hey, want to get these things up and running. That that's your goal is to get them up this weekend. Yeah, the goal was to get uh, at least I have so I have right now in house six units uh running right now and then i have like several old like old fucking intel motherboards which had a whole bunch of like gpus hooked up for it for um for eth mining so that was like a whole different setup right uh but i'm gonna get those back up and running as well so like in total i have a decent amount i just i'd really like to get all of these damn things up and humming right now and so once you get it all plugged in and set up, you, you just have to like download some software and get them, get them going. Yeah. So like there's, Stephanie's actually talked about this and his, uh, a couple of his guests has talked about it a few times. Uh, I like to use um, Linux. I just, I, I flashed it to, a, I'm like literally playing with it right now in my hand, uh, a little uh, drive. And I just, I just use that. So you just, you just up like, and then you just, you're off to the races. You got your. Uh, wallet address. You've downloaded, um, you know, the software to mine Rodimex, and you're just on your way. It's pretty. It's really fucking easy. Cool, man. Yeah, th- there's a few sort of mental steps you have to take, but after you've sorted it out, you're like, all right, I got this. <laughs> like it's takes. Yeah, once, yeah. The, the initial yeah. one, you might be scratching your head a little bit. If you've done it a few times, you're like, oh, okay, I fucking, I, yeah. I can get this going. It's like anything else. Once you do it the first time, it's that's the hardest time, right? Yeah. Well, I think the the thing with this is still trying to figure out like the settings. Uh, I still haven't really like. Have you tweaked yours at all, Sefi? Like, you overclocked in anything or a little bit, little bit. Like, I didn't go too far with it. I didn't like sit and experiment until it kind of crashed over and over again and all that stuff. I just got it to a point where it's like reasonable overclocking of the memory and and the chip boosted a little bit, and it could probably get some more juice out of it. But I'd rather just have it run smoothly. And not have any problems. What so is just what is it. your one unit getting right now? Because you, um, I think the seventy nine fifty I have is like something like twenty two thousand hash. Oh, that's fucking dude. That's pretty good. That's, that's fucking. A, that, yeah, that's that's seventy nine fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like. I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't really like to push things too hard just for a couple more hash. I'd rather let it like sit there and idle in a smooth way, so that you know it can last a little bit longer and shit like that. So yeah, I'm getting like. I haven't dinked around with mine. I just pretty much put it up from the box and left it alone. But I think I'm getting on average like 17. So I could probably dink around with it a little bit more, but eh, whatever. 
also don't want to fuck it up. So, <laughs> all right. Let's, I, yeah, I, th- I think most most people like shouldn't do the like, you know, how they have like a plate type thing instead of a case. Yeah. Most yeah. people probably should get a simple case because those Zalman cases are only like 50 bucks and they have plenty of fans and other good shit in it. Yeah, um, mine actually do run just straight. Like, they're just running right on the rack, dude. Like, they're fucking... They're actually... I got a couple of them just sitting on the box that the board came in. So. <laughs> I'm a degenerate. Anyway, I got to go get this fucking fan. I'll talk yep. to you guys later. Hey, Tank. Uh, yeah, go, go take care of that. But we need to connect about uh, Nashville sometimes. So let's try to connect. Oh, yeah, for Thanks. sure, for sure, man. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, later, man. Cool deal. Well, Sophie, what else are you looking at? Anyways, um, I was having fun with Bruce's uh, and I guess Kyle and Sue's little funny little site. The Ox.Fun is a lot of is pretty good. Okay, yeah. Mm, what you do on there is you basically get yourself some Ox tokens and you get them on like I don't know Mexi or something, and then you send them over to that um, site and you end up getting like Ox version two tokens or something. It's like there's a token swap going on of some kind. Anyway, what you do with it is you pretty much can like use the ox token as collateral and leverage it against whatever. So it's kind of crazy because you have like this highly like volatile collateral that you're using as collateral, and then on top of that, you're you can leverage against whatever like fetch or some other junk. So I basically just put like I'm making the most off this fet perpetual. I put like a three <laughs> or four or five x or something on it, and um, and so like my ox token went up in value, which is cool, but also the 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 perpetual like so he sent me like i don't know 100,000 ox to play with just to see what i could do yeah and so far i'm up to like almost like 400,000 i think um just saw, playing around i saw Ryan, so, so i think Ryan, the, i think the bag is worth like 6k now of the yeah. $1000 he sent me it's not doing bad Ryan from Lion Dow posted that he's been playing around on on ox and he said you can do some crazy crazy yeah. stuff like that Ryan and Bruce walked me through like all the different like they have some missions on there if you do some stuff every day you're almost getting like free ox tokens so it's <laughs> like it's kind of like just a fun little thing um you just have to do certain types of orders every day and if you do them then you get like you know free points or something it's just, it's just another game it's cool um so yeah you can you can just farm for those free tokens for a while which is pretty nice or just like um in a bull run though it's like you might as well just like use the perpetuals platform and you know degen a little bit um, so I've been having fun. So I've never really messed with too much leverage or perpetuals and stuff like that before. And since he's like, play around, see what you can do. I'm like, all right, let's rock this shit. So, so far I've four X in like, I don't know, like a week or week and a half or something. Not bad. Nice. Looks like the tokens having a little bit of a run now since it was down. Um, the ox token. I know it was yeah up around five cents. And then it took a dip. Yeah, I have, I, have, I have a weird goal to turn that thousand bucks he sent me into a million. We'll see if I can do it. <laughs> you can definitely do it with perks in this type of market. I mean, because I can definitely, I know for sure I can 10x the, the bag. Um, so yeah. get it from like, and actually it's, it's already worth 6K because the ox token went up too. So if like I'm able to get to, yeah, I mean, if I get a little bit higher and then the ox token itself 10x's, then probably I will get to like that thousand. I could probably turn to a hundred thousand. So you <laughs> it's have, not bad, huh? You have to use MetaMask because it's a it's a yes. Or uh, I think you can use Coinbase wallet. Yeah, okay. It depends on what you what you like, but it's pretty fun. I mean, it, I didn't like 
I'm not playing with that much, but, but it's you're, you're fairly not paying, effective. You're not paying ETH fees, right? It's all in OX? Or... Yes, 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 yes. All the fees and all the different components are in OX tokens. Okay, there. yeah. I thought, that's what, I thought that, that's what Ryan talked about. Yeah, the, the perpetual fees, everything. It works quite nicely, honestly. Um, it's an interesting idea because here's the thing. like When you're in the ecosystem, right? Your 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 collateral is OX to play the games on there. Your your perpetuals, right? So the OX token sort of has value because you can't play on there without the actual token. And if you're like holding on to a perpetual or something for a period of time, or even a short position for that matter, you're going to do it with OX as the collateral, right? So there's there ought not to be too much selling pressure on the thing until we get to like bear market times when it's like, oh wait people want to cash out their ox token for something <laughs> and uh but outside of that like um it's pretty interesting um it, the danger in it is though it's like the, the actual collateral token is only like probably 15 20 million market cap so obviously you have to be careful with how you like how much leverage you take on because your collateral might drop like 90 percent or some shit right just so let's say someone dumps on you and you don't want to liquidate all your positions so you have to be you have to be cautious but it's a lesson though because like if you realize both your collateral is changing rapidly in value, in fact, the collateral is going to change even more rapidly in value than your actual perpetual will, because the coins that you're that are that are on futures on there are actually how much higher market cap, right? So you have so to be. The, you have, the, it teaches you some lessons as far as um, the collateral you, is all in ox. The collateral is just ox. Yep. Wow, interesting. So, have so you, it like so. Let's say, for example, my fetch perpetual is like yeah. getting me more ox tokens. So yeah. now I have like four times the amount of tokens I started with. So that now is can be used as additional collateral to take on additional positions. So like, for example, mm -hmm. let's say I want to hedge this a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe Ox is going to dump or whatever. Something's going to happen. I can actually short the Ox token on the same to on the same platform. I can just do it like a, I can take a perpetual, which imp, uh, like it's a sell short of the Ox token itself so that like you could countermand like a drawdown in the ox token by shorting if you want to so there's different things you it's fun it's fun in that like all the strategies and stuff really teach you how to properly use futures contracts um so yeah with a little bit of money i would say it's worth entertaining yourself on it just to kind of learn have you ever how that works ever, mm -hmm. have you ever met bruce in in, in person uh, no not yet okay. i was just curious because well, i know you i know you guys hang out a lot on, on twitter and um it seems like a very interesting, interesting, like he knows his stuff. He knows trading. He knows finance. And um, I thought I, I thought I'd saw that he was he was at he's, he's pretty Denver. he's pretty new to the whole thing, actually. He, he kind of came on to crypto like um, with the Luna run up. Yeah, he was yeah. a terror validator. That's how I mean, that's how well, I'm no, he did. He did that stuff much later. And okay. initially he was just like truly just a man. He just bought some Luna tokens. And next thing you know, here he here he is. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's how that was his foray into crypto pretty much but he's really um sharp i mean obviously high iq guy so the thing is like he he catches on really quickly what's interesting what isn't and you know he figured out the crypto game much faster than most let's put it that way for sure so he and i, he and I see eye to eye on a for lot sure. of stuff we have, yes. it's fun yeah yeah i was just wondering i didn't know if you guys had a connection outside of uh online if you guys you know had known each other before i knew i knew there was some terror connection there but i didn't know um before that anyways um i mean gosh there's there's so many different DeFi places to check out like i mean we were talking about injective injective's got some cool stuff i think perpetuals are coming to kajira 
Yeah, I think I think Kajira is the next place for that, right? Um, besides like DYDX and things like that. Um, if Kuji gets perpetuals and stuff, oh man, it's like yeah. it's gonna things are gonna take off fast because they're pretty popular. Um, yeah, I think yes. there's I think there's been some Ethereum interest in Kajira, and I mean they were one of the first ones to do some bridging to Ethereum, and their their site is always like clean, clean like you know what you know what make Kuji Moon. If you can use your Kuji tokens as collateral for doing perpetuals activities, yeah, that then then it'll definitely moon because there's a thing like to do perpetuals you don't have to have the underlying asset, you don't right? It's just futures to. contracts. Yes. So basically, you could short and long in whatever else, and as long as they have some funding rate that makes sense and like you balance out the shorts and the longs, you can theoretically um, create the system where like you could create a holding pressure for Kuji the same way Oxdot funded for Ox tokens. Um, and that creates a new utility for Kuji that wasn't there before, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. and, and then the oracles that you would use to sort of make this work would be something like Pith or Chainlink or something, right? Because you're just basically bringing price feeds into your mix at that point. And, but those guys are more than capable of building that because the Kuji people built Finn and everything, right? And that's yep. a really, you know, it's a fully fleshed out DEX. So, and, and, and they have a, they're good at making the user experience very similar to a centralized exchange. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, yeah, I think they're going to do well with the perpetuals thing. They haven't said when they're releasing it. Have, did you, have, no. have you heard anything new? No, it has not been announced yet. But yeah, I mean, to ha they had one of the first open or one of the first order book dexes, um within the cosmos, and Finn is so clean. Um, but anyway, any, anyone listening, like perpetuals, like that's when you're really getting into the serious, you know, serious trading, serious traders. That's why DYDX was, is just so popular. You have people all over the world trading perpetuals on DYDX. Yeah, it's just basically gamblers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, but I mean, I mean gamblers. when you talk about TradFi, like, you know, options and options trading is you're talking about professional traders. This is all they do. And they can make you can make a living out of trading options if you if you know how to do it well. A, a good reason to get some Kuji and hold it before it goes up too high is to be able to participate in the perpetuals thing. So like you hold on to your Kuji tokens. Um, the higher they go, the more useful they are as collateral. And I think we could easily reach like I don't know, Kuji is only like half a billion market cap, right? So it could easily go to one to five billion. Maybe it goes to five and maybe it stabilizes at one or something, let's say, in the bear market. But the bottom line is, like, if you are stabilized at a billion, now you have the ability to take perpetuals off your collateral there. And you don't have to sell your Kuji tokens. And you can do wicked shit. Like, you can kind of like, hey, look, the these idiotic um, inflationary tokens are going to go down in the bear market. I want to short some of these, right? So you can just basically take a short contract and let it ride. Um, and you don't have to worry about liquidation risk because you'll have so much more Kuji than you are taking in the actual, um, like you, you basically, you, you take futures positions with relatively high leverage, but you do that with a, a vast excess of collateral. So you wind up being okay. Oh, Drew is down there. You know, um, I don't know. I hope he didn't get too wrecked on the Shido token. It got rug pulled or some shit. Um, <laughs> I just, I was trying to figure out, um, uh, how to message him about that. And I didn't realize, I forgot his uh, mm -hmm. username is like Cockwhale or something instead of Drew. <laughs> I was like looking up Drew and I couldn't find his name to message him. But he was like talking to me about a token called Shido and apparently something happened last few days. Well, anyway, whatever. 
Yeah. Anyways, I'm probably going to shut this down in about five minutes or so. I need to get some dinner. Um, but what do you, um, we were talking earlier about Bitcoin. Looks like 63.7 is the resistance. And after, if it can break 63.5, um, Bitcoin could go on a, a really, oh, Drew came up here. I'll, I'll let him talk. Um, it could go on a really big run. So keep, keep everyone keep your eyes on 63. I mean, Bitcoin's practically there right now. But um, Drew's coming up right now. I think BTC is just going to keep running. I don't think they're like these little minor pullbacks or whatever are almost immaterial because the, the ETF flows are so ridiculous. I mean, just think about it. Like, yeah, any, anybody can buy BTC at any moment from their stock account. They sell their NVIDIA or whatever other garbage they have. They can swap into it. No problem. And it's just so easy to buy now without having to move money everywhere mm-hmm. that Norman's going to eat that shit up, man. Yep. If if you're right. if you have money and you're in fidelity, you're in well. Some of these, I mean, well, one, the ETFs are out there. So, but you can also use that in your brokerage account as collateral. I heard like that's like five to six months away that you will be able to borrow against your. I mean, if you have a brokerage account, they'll they'll let you take margin out on you know if you've got a yeah. And, and remember, like normies and shit, they don't give a shit what the chart looks like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of boomers and whatever. They're just like, oh, look, you know, just click a button. It's going up. That's it. Like, they don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, looking at charts and resistance and all this, this all works until you have a bunch of people just buy it, clicking buttons. So, like, <laughs> to me, I'm like, I'm not worried about this season at all. I'm like, this is the easiest season ever, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen it this simple. Like, grab your favorite altcoins, sit on them for a year or so, and just relax. Yeah, don't don't, overtrain. Do any, don't, don't, over- don't do any I, stupid I, I, shit here. I did, and it's been pretty bad, Sethi. Drew, Drew, what happened to that Shido thing, man? So, yeah, right? It, yeah, it got hacked. Um, oh, for Christ's sake. It got hacked. Uh, it, the, uh, the hacker converted most of it to ETH, and, and that, uh, that wallet is flagged and frozen, so they can't, they can't exchange it. Uh, and then they forked Shido. They, they patched, the, uh, they patched uh, whatever allowed the breach, and they forked it. Is Shido a chain or what is it like? It's it's a chain. It's a layer one. Um, it's an EVM uh, layer one that's that's Wasm compatible. But um, they hacked a what a Dex or something or? Yeah, what? yeah. They have they have a Dex. They have it's a it's a pretty decent ecosystem. Um, but did you did you lose any coins or like what happened? Yeah, to you? I didn't lose any coins because I wasn't staking them. But the value is fucked. Oh, new the value is fucked. And this is pain. How much? How much did it dump? <laughs> but it's. Uh, uh, it, do- it dumped ninety five percent, and then it recovered. Uh, so it went from point eight cents down to almost nothing, and then it recovered to thirty cents or thirty eight cents or point three eight cents, and then they forked it, and the fork took off today, up to point four cents. But now it's crashing back down, and trading on Mexi is still frozen. Um, and I'm just, I'm just not sure. So. Do you, okay. you have a lot of money in it? You're all right? Like, you yeah, it's like, it was like 10% of my, my portfolio, so it was a lot. Still substantial, um, then, 10%. Yeah. So. yeah, it is. It's a lot. So I, I've lost uh, the opportunity cost at this point in the market is like pretty frustrating. Yeah, it is, right? I mean, I, I could have had it in a fucking dog coin. I could have had, pardon my language, guys. I could have had it in, yeah, in anything. Uh, in like Shiba Inu or, or just about anything. I, I could throw it into cummies. And make a ton of money on that, right? Like, yeah, of course. I'm Jesus. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big bummer. But what's the I mean, ticker on right. this? What's the ticker? 
S-H-I-D-O. Like, it's actually a promising project. The, the lead dev, Bjorn, is, is pretty brilliant. Shido, a lot of people are really bullish on it. Yeah. Shido. It's, it's Japanese for the word seed. Got right. it. Got it. I'm looking at it right now on CoinGecko. Oh, you say well, Coin, CoinGecko is not updated. So, so they, they forked it. So you have to look at it on Dex Screener. So you'd have to go to the Shido Global website and pull the new contract address and throw it in Dex Screener, which is because what I've it got been. forked. Yeah, so got it. I don't know. I don't know when CoinGecko is going to update it, but yeah, it makes my portfolio look a lot worse because it's like down ninety nine percent. But uh, so are the so is the goal to since the goal is to fork that they're going to people who have tokens like you have the old yeah. token, they're going to just uh, yeah. I'm I'm assuming you. that they're they're going to do that conversion automatically on centralized exchanges, but right now they're uh, they're airdropping everyone who had it in like MetaMask and MetaMask and the Shido wallet and all the other compatible wallets, uh, you know, through Uniswap. Um, Interesting. Interesting. So, so uh, like like all the stakers are being made whole on the quantity of tokens too. Though the problem is that you have um, half of their market cap locked up in that frozen ETH. So uh, like I'm hoping that what's going to happen is they'll negotiate with the hacker like Rune, right? And then you know just just pay him a like a fucking bug bounty and get most of that back. But I just I'm not sure on the technicalities of how that works. And and now I'm wondering if I want to. Again, I really like the project, but now just because of this, you know, it's hard did, to not have your time. The hacker did the hacker hack a team wallet or something, or do you know, does anyone even know? I'm curious. Oh, man, that's a good question. I I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I guess I should know. But I've been working a lot of hours the last Got two it. days. Got it. Yeah, this has been like a dripping faucet in the background. So, well, yeah. Uh, I hope I hope it all works out, man. Sorry to sorry it's to hear okay. about that. Yeah. No, it's it's all good. All good. Just waiting for Zeft and Moon, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That'll be yeah. a solid one. So, but I mean, it does sound like the team was on top of it. So, um, yeah, they are. It, it, seriously, look into it a little bit. It's a pretty solid team. So, you know, if this one doesn't work out, maybe if they start something else up, maybe a little more security minded, um, it'll be good. But anyway, that's my two not, cents. Not that it. anyone, not that anyone here cares, but I did buy um, a substantial chunk. Um, today of a stock called Enbridge, E-N-B-R-I-D-G-E. It's basically just like a energy, natural gas type of thing. And most of that stuff is down. And the yield on that thing is like 8%. So if you want something that's a relatively stable, long-term yield, uh, non-degen, non-crypto thing, there's there's a good bet for you guys. Anyway, it's, a, it's an option for you guys if you care about that sort of thing. Yeah, dude, come bear market. I'm going to be knocking on your door for those. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, the last bear market just so coincided with like a stock like crush. So, but actually, had I not bought stocks and I just bought like more crypto instead, I would have done better. So, what are you going to do? Anyway, it's just different risk profiles and stuff. Anyway, Mayor, yeah, if you wanted to kick us all out. Yeah, I need to <laughs> go ahead. It, I need to shut it down. If you guys want to fire something else up, I'm going to shut this down. Thanks, everyone, for stopping, hanging out. Talking a little bit of crypto. Let's see where Bitcoin, what happens over the weekend. And enjoy the weekend, guys.
Later, man. Thanks, brother. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots and then the end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom, over impossible loss. It's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and place. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non toxic just to get a better place. Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps. Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle. Beats tearing apart your community. All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management. To grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, say and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.